Token, and also Mr. TJ Book. How is everybody doing? Good. Yeah. Doing great. It's been a lot that's been going on since the last time we actually uh, sat, sat down and talked. And before we get to um, the bowl and everything, I want to let everybody know this, uh, this is, like I said, this is season two. We've got a lot of special guests that will be joining us this season as well. Also, I know a lot of my episodes previously in the first season, we kind of went over a little bit. So we also extended the time if necessary. So we want to give you guys as much content and inform you as much as possible. So before we dive into everything, I just want to know how everybody's been feeling at this table, you know, when COVID is still going on. Um, it's just a lot, you know, we're losing a lot of people, a lot of family members and everything. But just reflecting from since the last time we sat down, how is everybody feeling and how it just reflected on everything that's been going on? I'm feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm good. I, I, I don't know what what is that to reflect on with some things you guys think. Uh, me personally, just uh, kind of you, you feel bad for the people that you lost. You know, there's a lot of people who lost their lives, a lot of family members. So I was, you know, that's, they still gonna be dealing with that a long time. So yeah. I guess COVID is real and it, it's serious and it affect a lot of people. That's just my outlook on it. And the ones who made it through, I thank God. And the ones that didn't, you just prayed for their family and friends. That's my personal take. I mean, it couldn't have been said better, guys. I mean, <laughs> I mean, really and truly, I mean, wise words there. Uh, it was tough, it's 2020, mm -hmm. huh? Mm -hmm. It took a lot out of us, didn't it? It yeah, tested us, yeah, you know, so. Still, I think we're still being tested right about now. Yeah. Uh, all the other stuff. Oh, yeah. But uh, I feel like it's coming out on the other side. Right. I was going to say, I feel like, it's, like, of course, it's still a blessing to be here. Mm -hmm. um, you know, at first, like, I, I honestly didn't know what to make of COVID. But it was just like, you would hear certain doctors say one thing, and then somebody else would come back and tell you something, something different and say about the summertime or we'll be gone. And, and then it just lingered and carried on throughout the whole year. And uh, of course, it's definitely real. I know a lot of people didn't take it serious at first, but now when it started hitting, once it gets close to home, that's when people really start, you know, taking it serious. Then, you know, um, taking the necessary precautions. You know, and even though it's still going on now, you still be safe, um, do everything you need to protect yourself and protect your loved ones and protect other people as well because you don't want anybody to get sick. Uh, and it's just hopefully it's a vaccine. If you if you want to take the vaccine, um, that's your choice. But uh, if not, just please, if not for yourself, just do it for other people. That's what I tell people. You know, just just protect other people. Even if you don't want to wear the mask or not, just do what's best for other people. Because it's like I, for me, I always say it's not about me. It's about other people. So serve other people. So just always take those necessary precautions um, to take care of everybody else. Because it is real. And I can say that as far as reflection on since we've been here, um, like you said, TJ, um, COVID has affected us all in different ways. It's affected business, schools, um, sports, um, all types of things. I can speak on that from working with the schools at how sports events have changed. Um, buses you know classrooms everything it's just it's a new norm um that we've had to become accustomed to even with you know making appointments to go to the bank you know so much has changed and um 
it, it we're getting used to it but i mean we don't know how long we're gonna have to deal with this or if it's gonna just you know disappear as they say mm -hmm. but yeah we it's it's been an effect on pretty much everything in your life COVID has so and the divide in this country that has happened oh, wow. that yeah. also has been a fact that's a topic you don't want to too much touch on but yet it's an elephant in the room right. there's been yeah. a divide in our country um divide in our county what res you know with what people you've grown up with um divide on social media right. i mm -hmm. mean it's it's been ridiculous mm -hmm. so Real. hopefully we can resolve yeah. that because it's 2021. I mean, yeah. geez. Yeah. When you get to that point where you, you actually find yourself in a situation where you, like my little, we took our children out and my two-year-old, this is all he knows, you know. Mm -hmm. right. So we actually been, you know, cooped up in the house, which was a good thing for us being able to spend time with the family, but I won't say it's a good thing when people lose their lives. So there's no good about it, but it has taught us what was important. I think, mm -hmm. well, it, it's scary though when I, like I said, I take my little son out who's two years old and first time we went out to eat because these businesses still trying to survive. Mm -hmm. So you want to be cautious and you still want to support them. And the first time he went out at the age of almost two, he was terrified. Mm -hmm. And then it really dawned on me, he said, this boy hadn't been nowhere. You know, he's not used to people outside of our home, his grandmothers, his uncles, but as far as going into a store, a restaurant, sit down and eat, I mean, it was like, he, he was terrified because he never saw that. And then when we take him somewhere, he automatically put on his mask. Mm -hmm. You know, he's been trained from as long as he can remember that you wear a mask. So that's, that's sad that right. you can get a two-year-old to keep a mask <laughs> yeah. on his face. Yeah. When I got a 10-year-old, yeah. they putting it down. But yeah. that, that's, that's, that's That's yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. yeah. But that's a new way of life, isn't it? It is. Yeah. You think we'll begin to continue our habits that we've already had in uh, humankind with being innovative and adjusting to this and like coming up with new ways of doing things. Cause you know, even though, you know, COVID, I feel like it has limited us a lot. It has forced us to be innovative. It has forced us mm -hmm. to change the way that we can do business and conceptualize a lot of things, you know? So, um, I'd say, um, a lot, of the things that we maybe we took for granted for before, I feel like we're going to appreciate it so much more when we're able to get back to interacting and traveling the way we, we used to. At least I, my hope is that people won't again take it for granted. You know, mm -hmm. that we really appreciate what it means to go and visit family members in another state, you know, because a lot of folks just aren't doing that. I know I'm not flying. Mm -hmm. uh, one thing I, I know, is I think I'm probably gonna keep up the mask uh, for a lot longer than maybe when people think, oh, everything is good. And I say that because of the flu virus. Because mm. I've been reading that the flu virus is almost non-existent right now because people have been wearing their masks. Which is a good thing. Right, no. it's a good thing for that, you know. But um, just think if people have been wearing the mask before yeah. when it was, you know, quote unquote, just the flu, mm. a lot of people uh, probably wouldn't get sick. And I know other countries, they wear their masks because of air quality. But in the United States, everybody's so free, you know, yeah. I don't want to yeah. be inhibited. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think some of them, if you told not to wear a mask, they would. You know, you just have those people mm -hmm. who just feel like it's a conspiracy. But yeah. as I reflect, you know me, you know me guys are 
I'm very spiritual. As I reflect, I remember with leprosy in the Old Testament, you was told that if you had leprosy, you covered your mouth, you know, and yelled, leper, unclean, unclean. And people, you would cover your face to keep saliva from going out. Really? So if we really were to look at that from the beginning, you see a lot of religions, they were, they cover their face. You I know, never this knew that. I yeah, they never knew that. that. I never knew that. They're, they're unclean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it did. It said unclean, unclean. And, and, and then the scientists were looking like, wow, how did these people know that if it wasn't inspired by God to know that they cover their face, you couldn't pass out leprosy wow. through saliva. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, one thing I worry about with it, though, is, like you said, um, as far as their interaction, and this is what we're training the kids to know, um, we come from close human contact, interaction, social, you know, um, to you're socially distant. You know, it's kind of making everyone become somewhat of an introvert. And there's a lot of people who aren't that way. So it's like, does that affect their mental health? Because I know a lot of people who, they thrive off of going out. They thrive off of social interaction with other people. They thrive off of all of that. And then you're kind of forced to be inside or not as close. You can't hug. You can't touch. You can't, you know, uh, I mean, you can, but it's it's just safe for not to. Mm -hmm. So it's like, does that affect some people's mental health? Mm -hmm. Because, like, for me, I've I've always been an introvert. I'm an introvert, but I interact with other people. So it doesn't affect me not to touch other people. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, when you're just stuck in a house and you can't be around people and you're around just your family and your kids, you can see them on the screen, but, you know, you don't have that freedom to, you know, go around and be around others, you know, friends and, and just interact. It, it does. It, it gets to you. So I can imagine what it does to someone who's, mm-hmm. who thrives off that, who's used to that, who needs that. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure some mental health things going on. Yeah. It, is COVID a form of uh, is COVID a form of uh, institution, like 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 prison? Do you feel like prisoners feel this way? Like yeah. you gotta so you gotta stay away. You don't get to interact. Um, you know, I was thinking about that. I was like, wow, are we really going to imprison ourselves here um, based off a virus? And I was like, wow. You, you, I mean, of course you gotta protect yourself, but I also feel like. We ain't got too many more, a lot of years out here. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's like, are you a calculated risk? Well, you know, thinking about it, though, it did. One thing I can say that I, I do like, well, I don't like nothing about COVID because people lost their lives. I can't express that enough. But it did show you what was important. Sometimes, like, it's not a bad thing for children to see their mom and dad at home. That's nice. You know, but then I think about the people who live alone. Yeah. I feel sorry for those. Yeah. Like me, we had a great time because, you know, I got a big family. And yeah. my son was home for, you know, doing his break for uh, nice. a month and a half, you Wonderful. know. And, like, my little man, he's so used to us all being there. Wonderful. So I still want to, don't don't get away from that, but mm-hmm. I do want to see other people also. Mm-hmm. I just want to, what can we take with this, though, to, to a lesson out of it? What you guys think? I say don't take the things for, it, it teaches you like to make a set, it teaches you not to take certain things for granted. 
Because for me, I was always like, oh, another game, another this, another that. I'm tired of going. I want to just stay home. And then it's like, no, I can't go to anything. And I'm like, oh. I want to go out. <laughs> I want to yeah. go do this. I want to go, you know, see my boys play games or something. But, you know, it, it teaches you not to take those things for granted. Um, and it teaches you to embrace what you have around you as well because, um, there's a lot of people who are alone, but yet they have family members that they get to talk to on a regular. They have someone, some type of companionship, you know, most, most some people. Um, so it teaches you that look at the people you have around you that love you. It kind of shows you the people that you're closest that that are closer to you than you realize. Mm-hmm. You know, who care the most. And for those who had COVID, you know, who brought your food? Mm-hmm. Who, who went to the store for you? You know, that shows you a lot. So, mm-hmm. you, you we don't have grub up here. And you can't, okay, bro. Uh, uh, <laughs> you taught me we do not, not. not all information is good information. Right? Yes, yeah. all, a lot so, of false information. <laughs> yeah. So, there's a lot of, you know, people's, you know, spreading misinformation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. do your research, you know, do that second and third check on something. Mm-hmm. And I guess for me, it's, it's, you know, when the people are talking about, oh, it's a hoax, it's this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't matter who, you know, what group of people it was. A lot of people started Percent. believing that because mm-hmm. they, they, didn't, they didn't have firsthand experience. Mm-hmm. They didn't know somebody that died from it. So it's like it had to hit them, hit home before they actually changed their behavior. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Hoax or not, I'm wearing my mask. Mm-hmm. I'm doing hand sanitizer. I'm going to do whatever they're telling me to do because I hate to not do it. And then get my parents sick, yeah. or get somebody else sick because I'm, you know, being stubborn and yeah. disobedient. You know, nah, I'm good. So. And and kind of thing, I was telling my wife, uh, you know, sometimes people, you know, you was you heard the horror stories about COVID, so people's like, well, I've been sick and I wasn't that I wasn't that bad off, or or mm-hmm. so. And I think if they was more honest of saying like, it may not make you sick at all, and they said that it may not make you sick. But it could kill the next person. Mm-hmm. But when you put it out there, oh, it's it's like a monster, and then somebody contracted it and they're not sick at all. And it was like, see that that was a lie, you know. Mm-hmm. So just be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, you had one side saying, oh, it's so terrible, then the other side saying it ain't nothing. Mm-hmm. Let's meet in the middle. It may not be terrible for you, mm-hmm. but the next person take them out. So I think if people would have did that a lot better a long time ago, mm-hmm. would have been all right. But that's what the thing about it is. It was so new. No one knew the answers. And because no one knew the answers, you had a group of individuals telling you that it, it's, it, it can kill you. It's very serious. And then you have another group that's saying, it's not real. Then you got so many other people like, okay, they're both lying. And then you have a million and one conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. You know? They are there. <laughs> they are there. I was has been has taken over 2020 that it took over that's all i saw and it was like geez like is everybody losing their mind you know like and like tamika said a lot of it came from misinformation false media sometimes it's easier to say that we think but we don't know for sure instead of saying this is what it is. Yeah. Right. You know, you often mm-hmm. have people going on social media, mm-hmm. on, you know, different outlets and telling this information and saying this is what it is instead instead of saying this could be. 
Or did y'all get some of the, because um, I would get like little messages from people saying, oh, don't do this. They, they're talking about this. And, mm-hmm. and, and I'm like, you know, that's like, you know, scam, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't Tell don't open that false up. False information. <laughs> yeah, they just, and they're mm-hmm. spreading it because they think it's true because one person started like the chain letter, you know, mm-hmm. and it just keeps going and going. So oh, yeah. uh, and then, I, I would tell people, I said, stop sending me stuff mm-hmm. like that, please. Unless you are a doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then they would say things like, oh, they made the vaccine too quick. It's just like the first person made an airplane. It took years to come up with an airplane. We went years without it, but once you started making them, you knew the mm-hmm. formula. Mm-hmm. So now the vaccine, it's not a new vaccine. You've been taking a chicken pop vaccine. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. They got new formulas to Measles. vaccine. They, so it's, <laughs> it's nothing new. It's like, oh, it takes 15 years to make a vaccine. How can they make it into? It don't take 15 years to make mm-hmm. it. You can make a car in 20 minutes. You imagine Ford trying to make the first car. Yeah. It took him years. So yeah. like, once you get the formula, it's, it's false information. It's too fast. And that's why I, something else I was like, I think people really definitely need to be mindful of like what they put out. Like even if you don't think you have like a platform where you um, like a show or anything mm-hmm. like that, people are still paying attention to what you say. So mm-hmm. it's always somebody that's looking to see what you think. And it's, and it's kind of scary that a lot of times, um, a lot of people, they don't really think for themselves. I hate to say it, but it's true. They, they go off what other people think or public figures or mm-hmm. people that they're close to. They'll listen to what they say and believe what they think. So if they say something that is fake, then they automatically don't believe anything else that's going on. Mm-hmm. They think that it's a, a hoax as well. So it's mm-hmm. like those people, you, you have to be mindful of the things that you put on social media because... Mm-hmm. There's so many people that are watching what you're saying and, and that thing, that rubs off on them and it's kind of like an echo chamber to a point to where yeah. you only believe, the stuff that you see on your timeline, you only like a, agree with everything people are telling you, like yeah. your friends and everything. Mm-hmm. So if, if that's all you see on your timeline and it's fake, it's fake, it's fake, right. then that, that goes into people's mind and they anything that goes against that, they don't want to pay attention mm-hmm. to it. It's like whatever it is, if somebody saying it's fake, they automatically disagree with it. It's like it's a hoax. So it's like people need to be mindful of things that they put on social media. Yeah. And your phones are geared to whatever it is you're looking for. Exactly. If you're looking for it being fake, you're going to get a million messages. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a million feeds to say, oh, it's fake. If you believe it's serious, that the phone is going to tailor to whatever your thoughts yeah. are. Artificial intelligence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Data manipulation. Yeah. 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 But like, did, you guys, did you guys like tune into any of those uh, versus battles? That was collaboration. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It was Innovative. Game. Game. It, came it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was crazy. That was cool. I definitely did. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I definitely, like I said, like something like the verse about it forced people to, you know, uh-huh. come up with creative ways. So I think uh-huh. it was a lot of people that had to, you know, it forced them to do other things and come out of this come out of this pandemic, even though we're still in, you know, uh-huh. it forced them to go to a drawing board and come up with different ways to be creative and, and do different things. And um I just hate to see a lot of the smaller businesses, you know. Yeah, um, still struggling. Bro. Yeah, still struggling. Some of them are closing down and not even coming back at all just because of this pandemic. Um, so I'm always, those are the people that I feel really bad for, the ones that are that were already barely making it to provide for uh, their employees and their families. And then when this hit, this just completely just took them all the way out of it. Now it's like a lot of them won't even be able to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Like in the barbershop, whatever. I, I used to have walk-ins. Got stopped in the other day. You know, like, hey, you take a walk. I'm like, no, I can't. You know, I got appointments. 
So they're just revenue. You just you turn away because you got to make an appointment. You just it's not the traditional way. You can just walk in and get a haircut no more. Right. You know. I think it's had a, a positive effect on, and me and TJ talked about it a little bit on the individuals who have careers or jobs that can be done online. But then mm-hmm. you have some who whose you know careers or jobs they cannot do it online. You know, some mm-hmm. some people can't work from home. And it affects those people greatly. And, you know, a lot of them just have fallen through the cracks. And and like you said, they've closed down or they lost revenue, you know. How, how, um, working from home, speaking of it, you know, how have you guys adjusted with, you know, the virtual schooling? Like, did you see any improvements from 2020? I sent them joker back to school. Y'all, you going back to school. Stay in school, kids. Stay in school. best for you though don't let my influence take you. <laughs> do what's best for you for me it was hard but for anybody else if it works for you if it's more safe for you do it don't let me influence yeah, yeah. you what, what time does school start though virtual school is it different from regular school 8 30 8 30 8 45 yeah. right oh, yeah. you know there's little leans there yeah, you know so kids, i'm like hey like i mean for the kids because they're like okay, they love it Kids play on the Skype like they like make like the memes and stuff. Like, do they really yeah. play around like that? They, 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 a lot they really cut they, up on there. They block them where they can't see their face. But I see my son; he'll be texting and chatting to one another. You like, what are you? Where are you typing? You look yeah. over, you see him chatting, mm-hmm. and you're like, nope. They had to that's block irrelevant. the yeah. kids from chatting at one point because no. they were putting going on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, some kids they were actually up, going up. in as an administrator and changing stuff. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. When it first started. The Zoom it worked great with you know but the the, the video lessons. They were <laughs> muting the teacher. The teacher get muted you know and, and some kids were starting class on their own and it was just it was, it was like it was like a social network for them at first. <laughs> But yeah. you know what's and crazy you guys though? Doing Zoom for work though. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Microsoft Teams. All so the time. So you doing? Yeah. Oh, you Microsoft Teams. I'm doing Zoom and I'm zoomed out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm zoomed out because yeah. everybody wants you to be on camera. Yeah. And I ain't gonna lie, I have my my fat pants on yeah. and my t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be on camera. I don't want to see mm-hmm. you. But I'll dial in or whatever. But it's it's a lot. Yeah. And that yeah. seems like it's just constant. Yeah. You know, instead of the nine to five going into work, now it's like, you know, you on meetings at seven o'clock at night for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just from the volunteer space mm-hmm. and whatnot, that's a lot mm-hmm. all day long. Mm-hmm. 
But and that's why I said I hope we don't get to a point to where we get so used to like doing Zoom or Skype that we don't have like these physical interactions. Because for me, I would like to me doing this. The energy wouldn't be the same if we're not all sitting here in the in yeah. same room yeah. together yeah. having yeah. this conversation. Yeah. It just yeah. wouldn't feel the same. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm like I hope. Yeah, I know a lot of uh, when whenever this ends, that a lot of businesses they gonna look at it like from a business point, and, oh, like yeah. the cost, mm-hmm. like they'll be able to cut a lot of costs, so they'll probably keep doing like the virtual. But mm-hmm. I, I just don't like doing. it. I like to you know get out and you know interact with people because mm-hmm. I feel like it's it's like you, you mm-hmm. it's more genuine. You can feel that energy instead of just doing something online virtual. And then all of course like connections and then anything like yep. that. Yep. So yeah. I just hope we don't yeah. get to that point where we lose contact with just yeah. interacting with people. Well, one good thing about it though, I always try to find a positive in anything. It kept people. You didn't hear about many car wrecks. You know, at night, people going to different parties and stuff. It, it helped us out because you stay, you can't go nowhere. You stay at home, you go to grocery store. It's saying, yeah, you, you just got to learn to find the good out of any situation. I was like, well, at least, thank God, no children died in a car wreck this weekend. Thank God. You know, that's that's how I look at a lot of times because they was at home, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Right, when so you're a parent, you think about stuff like that. You got yeah. kids. So as we transition, uh, we'll get ready to do like we did at the end of the first season. We'll start pulling some questions out of the bowl. And whoever goes first. Ladies first. (laughs) Okay. What do you want to get out of season two? What do you want to get out of season two? I'm ready for that. Ladies. Go ahead. That's actually one of my questions, too. So, yes. so we were thinking alike. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, I would like to get where we are providing more information to people that's helpful, mm-hmm. that they can take away and apply to their situations. Um, so it's not kind of just a one, you know, oh, that was nice to hear, and then, you know, they kind of leave it there. So I'd like for us to bring on guests that can really help people. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm looking at. Oh, that's good. Um, I'd like to get out of it, uh, as far as helping people, I'd like to get more input from the um, individuals and unions, the residents. I'd like to know, you know, I'd like to get feedback, some more feedback from, so we can get, you know, that information out to them. Because we know we want to, to improve, but, you know, there's always someone out there who has other ideas. So it'd be nice if someone wants to, you know, give us some input, some feedback, you know, mm-hmm. some ideas mm-hmm. um, from your, your your point of view, mm-hmm. your situation, because we all have different situations. Yeah. yeah. I know we have like 13 people. It's in and out. Numbers <laughs> keep going up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Should we all have understudies? <laughs> Understand who this is question that? Understand? Is that you? No? Is that you? Should we? Should we? That's me. That's you? No. Understudies. Um, like far as community wise. Yeah. Uh, like, like your job, your whatever. I'm asking like, are we teaching the next generation? Yeah. Oh, like apprentices. Apprentices. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, understand. Yeah. Well, you know, I said apprentices. Yeah. yeah. Should we all have apprentices, like mm-hmm. not just us throughout the community? Yes. 
And you know, I thrive off of that. If y'all don't know anything else about me, like when I worked at DSS, that's what I got out of it the most was helping those children. And I think if you're in a position to help someone, to help get them to the next level, educate them, do it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And do it out of the kindness of your heart. Because it's helping your community. It's helping those kids. It's helping the next generation. Mm -hmm. And they have to build after we leave. You yeah. know? Yeah. I think that'll help uh, the community-wise. Like, if everybody grab one, each one mm -hmm. teach one. Mm -hmm. How can we go about that? I mean, like, what are some ideas of that? I don't, I, I, that's, that's probably thousands of programs out there. I would love for trades to be passed down to continue to build the infrastructure of this great nation of the United States of America. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, guys, just, you know, grab a book, grab a hand, um, reach out to someone, each one, teach one, uh, show somebody something. Don't, don't feel that everybody's your competition. Like, yeah. uh, you know, God made you uniquely you, you know, what's for you is for you, you know, and, and. Sometimes, you know, you may be someone else's assignment and they may be your assignment. So, you know, just spread the love and spread the joy and teach one. You know, if you got a resource now, don't, I'm going to tell you something right now, don't overextend yourself. You know what I'm saying? Don't don't put yourself without because, you know, who's going to take care of you besides yourself, really? Who loves you? You know? But, um, yeah, of course, TJ, great question. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we should have uh, understudies and apprentices and mentors and mentee programs and, um it should be something that is greatly encouraged here in Union County, but... And it doesn't have to be formal. It doesn't have to be a no. program. It's just, no. you, just you picking yeah. somebody that you think can, mm -hmm. can take the reins from you. Like, or, um, or just help you out. They don't have to be the next one. I see so yeah. many um, individuals that are coming up with their own business uh, cooking. You know, I've seen a lot of chefs or, you know, individuals who just sell food or cook. Mm -hmm. There are some young people that need to learn how to cook or yes. may want to cook, yes. you know. There's some young people who want to fish and hunt. There's some young people who want to um, garden. garden, you know. Yes. And, and those things are not, you know, and even sewing, you know yes. what I mean? I'm like, looking for a shoe cobbler. Who's going to do that? <laughs> those things still have to be done, you know, so... Can we, if you have that skill set, can you pass it down? Right. I would love it. Or, or, and we look at it sometimes, you know what, it's like they taking over, but no, they just uh, help. You know, they, yeah. I mean, I was the type of person, I stay loyal to you till I die. You know, I stay with you and not even try to take your business, you know. You know what? I'm going to put this out there. Somebody probably already done it. You're going to steal it or whatever. <laughs> but, you know, we have things for relationships like Match.com and stuff like that. What if we had something where it was like mentorships? Yeah. mentormentee.com yeah. and then you could sign up and you know I'm looking for a mentor because I'm interested in this and you get matched up with that person you know that's something we could probably do locally is it a paid yeah. subscription yeah. would that business be a paid subscription if it takes off it could be you take up it could be something at union time we talk put together to, to match up people who are interested in a certain thing, and hey, here's the person that can help you and guide you. Sounds like it's got legs. Yeah, I think it's all about giving kids like that exposure. Like even if they don't stick with it, at least they've been exposed to it. Like they have it now. Yeah. Okay, I've done this in the past, and maybe as yeah. they get older, they might want to circle back around to it. Like even yeah. even like working in the media, like it just popped in my head. Like I wouldn't mind, you know. Every now and then, getting the chance to like have somebody come shout on me, like I tell anybody, mm -hmm. like I'm still learning myself every day. Mm -hmm. I'm not perfect, but 
somebody took me under their wings. I never forget when my senior year in college, Coach Dick Cox, he mm-hmm. took me under his wings and took mm-hmm. me to cover all professional games. And mm-hmm. he didn't ask me anything. He just took me under his wings. So yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mind, you know, paying that forward and, you know, showing somebody else the role. Yeah. Like, this is what I learned um, and just passing it down to them. And then I tell them, they don't owe me anything. Just pass it. Just pass it down to the next person. I hope you find that. Yeah. And, and, it's, that. and one thing, you know, something else about it is because like working in the media that I noticed, it's not a lot of African-Americans in that space mm-hmm. already. So we don't get to tell our stories a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And, and when they are told, you know, a lot of times they told from the standpoint of us coming from these broken homes and different things like that. So mm-hmm. I definitely feel like it's, we need to be, it needs to be more of us in those spaces to tell our stories. Mm-hmm and to educate our people because a lot of times when we get this information um, from people that look like us and that have been in these yeah. situations we accept it more because they can relate to us so right. I definitely feel like you know giving kids those giving kids that exposure it'd be great and also even when you are coaching somebody that doesn't necessarily mm-hmm. mean you can't learn something from them also mm-hmm. like it's got to be coachable people mm-hmm. have taught me things <laughs> They would ask me about some feedback on certain things about mm-hmm. like what kind of camera did I use or certain things, and then they would right. I would see some things that they've done. I would hey, mm-hmm. how did you do that? So it's always even if you're like in the in a mentor standpoint, mm-hmm. you can still learn something for somebody else that you're yeah. teaching also. Mm-hmm. So they keep you in the loop with, especially with the uh, the way things are going now. Like me, even with this podcast, the first thing I want to do is. Let's get a newspaper or a radio show. You know, like, nah, do a podcast. Right. Somebody younger had to put that to my attention. Right. Me, I heard radio my whole life, so yeah. it's hard to want to change. Mm-hmm. But a younger person actually helps you out in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Next one. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice, great pick there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Black Lives Matter mural. Oh, that was wonderful. During this time we talked, we had some uh, guests, co-guests out there that really helped yeah. to work on that. I mean, tell us more about that. Who, that who, who, who literally led that? Who just, Josh Meadows, right? So Kinda let's start good. with uh, Trey Clowney first. Trey Clowney oh. first. Okay. Yeah. Right. Nice. So him and his, his family members and his the group of artists that he was pulling together. Mm-hmm. This is to my understanding what I was told. Um, they actually put it together and, and were coming up with the concept. And of course, once he um, tells me who Trey Clowney is. Um, Trey Clowney, gosh, a young man, um, entrepreneur, artist, uh, loved motorcycles and, and bikes. Um, I know uh, his mother <laughs> and father. Uh, he's he's the third, so the dad is Stanley Clowney. Uh, and I just think that um, he was inspired to do stuff as a young person and a lot of young people maybe aren't given recognition for what they're doing yeah. out there and he was really bringing folks together um, in the artist community and the Black Lives Mural was a result of his okay. efforts. Okay, see, I always thought uh, yeah. Josh Meadows had did So Josh Meadows was one of the ones. So yeah. When I talked to Josh about it, he um, he told me that it was all really Trey Clowney's idea. And yeah. he just helped to bring it to fruition okay. after he Brought was killed. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Pastor Gloria Lynn Fleming, uh, she went to 
you know, spoke on his behalf at the board, at, at, the, at the city council mm -hmm. meeting, and she spoke passionately and eloquently about the fact that they should support it. So mm -hmm. there were some issues about where it would go, you know, Foster Park, then they wind up putting it over at the uh, J.F. Moore Ballfield. And I East think it's more, more I grew up on East Main. That's right. my that's my, it's that's more my At first I was kind of mad about it, but it yeah. was more important. I was like, it was smacking in the face, East but yeah. it was actually yeah. good, you know, yeah. that it was there. Yeah, yeah, I think it's more appropriate than it And you know they're getting, uh, getting nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Some people don't see that, but yeah, it was all I about peace. That. You know, and it started off with Colin Kaepernick mm -hmm. and some others saying, mm -hmm. let's bring a light to police's injustices. Yeah. Yeah. And it was no such, uh, mm -hmm. that's not true. There's no need. Then right. you see what happened on January the 6th. Right. Yeah. You see the difference. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, then saying you should have killed those people, but yeah. just treat those people the same way, treat black people the same way you mm -hmm. treated those people. You did everything you could not to mm -hmm. hurt. And mm -hmm. that's what Black Lives Matter mural stood for. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I say the Good Samaritan. Yeah. You see somebody been beat, robbed, stole, taken from, that's what happens in the black community. Yeah. You know, it was beaten, robbed, stole. Mm -hmm. You need to do what you can to mm -hmm. help out as much as you can and not mm -hmm. think that it's something against you. Mm -hmm. It was just saying, hey, do everything in your power not to uh, harm or shoot. Mm -hmm. Take him to jail if that's what he deserves to go. Not bullets in the back. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I, 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 uh, I agree with you, TJ. And um, uh, just wrapping up that Black Lives uh, Matter mural. I mean, it was great. We got some artwork in town. I mean, we really don't yeah. really have too much, you know, mm -hmm. murals. Um, we have the little, we have the train over there by um, the city hall. That was yeah. nicely done. But other than that, that's you know, that's the second like big body piece of work that we have done in town so mm -hmm. you know um maybe we can get it featured on the tourism board or something as a stop you make you know and then you can see that side of town and go over there you know it's right beside the library so mm -hmm. it's just a scop and a hip away you know so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. oh it's on me this time i guess <laughs> oh, i'm gonna take this one right here this one to do some work right here oh we talked about this already <laughs> Oh, I did this one. <laughs> so this one was to say something about appreciation of where we live. And you can use United States, you can use Union County, you can use South Carolina, but you know, just something that you appreciate about where we live. I go first. Um, I love uh, the people. Um, I like our culture. Um, I didn't realize how southern i was <laughs> to you um, and then you know because i i get out there uh um and then i just like i, I know i'm kind of conservative like you know like certain certain <laughs> things like certain things people do like out in public you know it's it uh i'd be like it might rub it the wrong way but you know back at home no we don't act like that too much no, no we're pretty nice hospitable people and you know our manners that we have really take us a long way so that's something that i appreciate about um south carolina um union as a whole is just coming from a place where hos hospitality is something that is just embedded in you you know you just you, nobody grows up angry here you know what i'm saying like nobody grow up like like something happens you know what i'm saying but i think i think we you know people say our culture is um you know, it has its different opinions, but overall, 
it's pretty still kind of, you know, like one of hospitality, you know, people are still a hold a door for you in Union, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you might not let them open your car though because you don't know them, <laughs> but mm-hmm. they'll hold that door at Family Dollars for you, yeah. Dollar Tree, yeah. going in. Yeah. 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 Hey, I, you, you talking about that, I remember uh, I met some, I had a friend, uh, he was a wife, was a doctor over here, and he actually used to be over at the tourism board. His name was uh, Cole. And uh, he actually brought his friends down from Ohio. And I remember being in the barbershop with the guy from Ohio. And he actually came in the barbershop. And we all spoke and, you know, kind of made friends with him real quick. You know, to be you know what we do? It's just us. And, it's the, us. and the dude had tears in his eyes. He was like, what are you crying for, dude? What's wrong with you, man? Up, you're in the barbershop. He was like, I just can't believe how... Friendly and nice, everybody is, you know. And I think COVID kind of getting us gonna have us back to that point where you don't speak to people, you mm-hmm. know, like up north, in some places, you know, some of the, some of the places you have to be more careful how you speak to people. Yeah. If you say, "Hey, they're gonna look at yeah. you," why are you speaking to me? Yeah, you know, and they, it's kind of straight. You, you yeah. mind your own business. You don't say nothing to anybody. But here, it was a little bit more hostile. Yeah, but now I'm afraid of with the COVID. You can't shake hands. You can't. Dap up, right. and it's gonna kind of build us to the point where yeah. we kind of standoffish. Yeah, and you, you know, know, and you know, yeah. yeah, like you said, people hide behind that mask just like they hide behind those keyboards and type out that mask that they did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, just another veil to, you know, cover people up for who they really are. You know, so. But. Well, I just wanted to uh, just just go back a little bit for the the Black Lives Matter mural because I thought that when I. You don't see maybe a lot of that in Union County where people just all kind of come together regardless of, of color, financial background, whatever it is. Everybody kind of came together. And, and just, you know, rest in peace to Trey. You know, honor to his mom, Latoya Smith, and, and his dad. dad. Um, Stanley. Stanley Clown, the second. But I, I, it and inspired just him. having everybody come together. And, and I think you're seeing more groups, I think, form. Mm-hmm now to do positive things in Union yeah. County. Yeah. And it's not, you know, they're not trying to make a dollar, they're not trying to do anything other than help the community. So yeah. I think that's what I appreciate now that I'm seeing a lot more of that in spite of COVID-19. I mean, people yeah. got, ma- they masked up, they were out there getting it done, so. Hey, and it. shout out to the Conley family. Uh, yeah. Next yeah. generation uh, credit repair business, guys. Just just uh, open up, they doing it, you know, so. You know, they're doing it for their loved ones. Yeah. 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 Talking about Clown, I like uh, Stanley. He was he sort of like me. Uh, mm. He was talking about his clothing and all that kind of stuff. He had got to the point where you don't care about the labels and the clothes. And I think that, especially in our community, it was like you the more you spend on your outfit, the better you are. But mm. me, I saw this blue jean jacket at Walmart. Now, I've been wanting a blue jean jacket, but... I wasn't paying no $100 for a blue jean jacket, even though I, I'm not going to do that. This is not me. Mm-hmm. So I saw one at Walmart for 22 bucks, and guess what I did? I got my blue jean jacket, and I was, I was laughing because Stanley said the same thing, you know, and he's got a business going. He owns seafood on Maine, yeah, yeah. and uh, he had a, a foundation now in the honor of Trey. Oh, really? I didn't that, know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, something that he, he inspired him to do. Mm-hmm. I saw him put it on a misspeak mm-hmm. but I, I saw that but speaking of that you know where we live you know some people I remember you know hearing people brag about clothes and shoes and all that we're not in a position to be doing that all the time 
No. You know, like, like, I don't know. Once you've been there and done that, you, you grow up and learn. And I hope somebody can get something out of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What, what, what yeah. do you, uh, just not pulling one out, guys, what do you guys think about this continued culture of, you know, keeping quiet? You know, we've had some recent incidents about, you know, some homicides in town that um, still, I mean, it's like cold case out here, you know? I mean, we're gonna be on the show next. I, I, be I'm the wrong person to ask. Are you talking about snitching and stuff like that? Uh, snitching, is no, it no, something? Just, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm asking just yeah. like, like, what about like, you know, what is this culture that we have? That's she like, talking about, like, yeah, we got there, she writes, she's like, it's a snitching thing. People oh. say, that, you know, you're not supposed to snitch. Yeah. Well, don't look at me, cause mm -hmm. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give your name, your social. <laughs> I'm giving everything up, so I'm let I'm letting y'all know now. Don't come around me, do anything. <laughs> so I can I can shoot I can shoot to me and kill her. But if you say I shot to me and kill her, you a snitch. Yeah. You the bad person, cause you. Yeah. And then think about police. I I make some of them mad. Right. A lot of them they get names. Yeah. They get names. Okay, when somebody give you a name, they made your job a whole lot easier. Now you yeah. gotta get You can't expect people to go in there and write a statement because I'm not gonna write a statement on you. No. I, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna do that. It, I, I shouldn't have to. They should make them virtual. Yeah, well, they, <laughs> 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 well, you yeah. know, back in the day, you know, back in the day, if somebody got caught on camera, you know, you say, oh, they got them on tape. Right now, you can have it on tape, and people still want. Right. Yeah. Won't yeah. do nothing. But and, and, and like you said, it's the it's the culture, crazy, uh, trying man. to stay on this topic. When the officers do have to do their job too, I tell them to the face. When somebody give you a name, that's one thing I did like what Sheriff Bailey said. He did say that. And I, I, I hope he stay true to that. If somebody tell you who done it, leave them out, go investigate. <laughs> you got cameras everywhere. You know, you, you got yeah. people got yard cameras, you got cameras. If you come down here, you're on camera. You know, I'm mm -hmm. tell you right now, you're in video surveillance. You know, mm -hmm. you do something stupid, that's on you. Mm -hmm. You know, so don't do nothing stupid. And then don't protect those who done something stupid. Because yeah. you're going to keep getting stupid things done. Now, I'm going to say stupid because it's stupid yeah, of some of the things yeah, that happen. Do do that. And it's yeah. very stupid. That's why I was never an Ice Cube fan. You know, he started out, you snitch, you know, he, he oh, was, yeah. he would make statements like that. He even did it. Yeah, he even did it when he was uh, in the movie Ride Along. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. a police officer. He yeah. going to call the, the, his guy, but see, that's the culture they put yeah. in us. Yeah. He called a man a snitch and he a police. And, and you know, that goes back to what Carlos was saying, that people see that stuff and then it's, they start absorbing it and they think mm -hmm. that that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I'm like, no. That's not how then you wonder why he supported his candidate. Yeah. I'm like, you never was for your community. We, mm -hmm. These rappers and stuff, they're not for you. Mm -hmm. You know, they are made to brainwash you to get this kind of stuff. Celebrities. Yeah. That's how they make their money. It goes back to, like you said, the um, era of the 80s, the Ice Cube. The, um, it passed down, but, you know, in that culture, it was once upon a time, it was loyalty or, you know, to a certain group or whatever. Yeah. But then, as things passed along, different generations got a little different, you know, yeah. and they got worse. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's sad to say, but it got worse. And now I think a lot of young people don't even have a conscience to say they even care. They don't. And so... Desensitized. Yeah. Desensitized. What do you are. think? Video games and stuff? Video. Play they all are. that play? And, and you know, Rap music. being desensitized, me and my, my son, um, TJ Jr., we're trying to explain to his dad. Um, why millennials or Gen Z, why they are 
not as sensitive about mm-hmm. certain topics because you can speak on um, if it's going to be a shooting or people, race war, you know, race so war and then younger people are like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> and it's like, you don't care, you're not scared, and it's kind of like, look what we grew up with. You grew up with 9-11. You grew up with multiple mass shootings. You grew up with, war. you know, wars. You grew up with so many things, and we saw these things. We mm-hmm. saw it on the internet. We saw it on TV. So yeah. it became a norm to that mm-hmm. generation. Violence yeah. became a norm. Changed the behavior. So it, they can kill people yeah. and don't even think nothing so else about it. the no. generation is desensitized. A lot of older people may see someone that passes and is like, why aren't you speaking up? You know, this is a good person. But the younger people are like, hey, it can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. They were brainwashed mm-hmm. that way. You mm-hmm. know, they were trained that way from media. Some of it came from culture. Some of it came from music. It came from a lot of places. Yeah. They, they were raised that way. What, what, what do you guys think about our media? The way, like... Um, you off the fishbowl. Just one question. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is what I want to ask somebody. Uh, when you look at our media now and the way that they project our politicians, like they can really, people that are really trying to get things pushed across or, you know, hold things back, they can really shape you as the villain or the hero in here. And, you know, it is so powerful. Like, that's why I love this podcast because it's like a little media outlet and we get to question the things that aren't being questioned. Um, I mean, you nailed it with the, the desensitized. Yeah, millennials really are like, yeah, I mean, and then it's like they're they they we well I'm a millennial so yeah, we like we oh right now if it ain't happening right now I'm not worried about it that's that's the difference really? you're the right now generation and, and that's terrible yeah. instant. And, yeah. and and that's good for some point but you gotta learn balance like yeah. I tell my family y'all want to be right now but if it went for that and we just think about right now you're gonna be hungry when COVID hit you have nothing even freezing yeah, yeah and if I live like it did like, went and bought a lot of food I keep food in now yeah. Store, we get hungry, right. you know. And I'm like, hey, it'll be all yeah. right. So, they was talking about, they was talking about a race war, man. Come on, you, you can't, you seeds, can't go. Yeah. I, really got seeds. I plant anyway. Oh man, I, I plant fish and all. Oh that thing, man, like that the Capitol, you know, when that happened at the Capitol, yeah. I was kind of like, oh, you know, <laughs> like okay, yeah. right. you know, they're acting crazy, you know, hey. And, but then you had others who were like, okay, this is going to affect us and it's going to happen here. We got to get prepared. We got to worry. And I'm like, you can get shot in Walmart. There's oh, mass shootings all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like our generation kind of, we kind of more chill when it comes to that than the to it happens to you. <laughs> and you know, and something about that, I, to me, I honestly wasn't surprised. On the Capitol Day? No. Oh, it was disrespectful. It was completely disrespectful to the United States. Yeah, right? but I wasn't surprised. It was, it was broadcast. It was, talk, it was talked about the whole time. Like, I'm like, but see, not it was an me. act of terrorism. The young people, like I tell them, my wife, I said, they've been planning that. Not only was it not the Capitol, they was talking about if you can't go to the Capitol, go to your state Capitol. I'm like, mm-hmm. they were like, you see what happened? Like, they've been talking. You watch the news. Mm-hmm. They've been talking about doing it for the last... They've been talking yeah. about since he lost the election. He was talking about yeah. we're gonna go storm the capital. If you can't make it there, go storm your capital. Mm-hmm. So I'm just surprised and, they didn't do that. Not to make it all about him, but when you have a leader, somebody has that much power, and he tells people to do these type of things, that's it's dangerous. And and, yeah. and to in the way that the, how it played out. Well, I mean, of course, you hate to see people lose their lives, but. It's like, I'm not surprised. You would see how they treated these people there. they taking selfies with them or anything like that. It's like, mm-hmm. had it been the other way around, we, you already know. But, but you know, this, 
That's that's the thing. So I'm like, Privilege. I'm not really surprised how the whole thing played out. And I, just said, I, I don't think a lot of us were surprised. No, no not us. We weren't surprised yeah, at all. We were like, I was upset. Was I was upset. I just say, please do us the same way you did them. I was surprised. <laughs> I was mad as, yeah. as a retired army vet. I was yeah. mad. But 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 it, but it was <laughs> disrespectful for Kaepernick to just get on his knee. Makes, and just, I, uh, he's like, come on, yeah. I don't make no don't yeah. ever in your life say again he disrespecting our flag. It's hypocritical. Very hypocritical. Yeah, you know, that's the whole thing. That you're being the biggest hypocrite it yeah. is, you know. You mm-hmm. wanna say this is is it's unpatriotic to do this, but yet you yeah. attack your own and they want to they want to they want to label those folks as as you know uneducated and, and they don't know any better but no 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 hmm. there was quite a few folks out yeah. there that know exactly what they were <laughs> you see the, you <laughs> that see, was a line at the porta potty was like <laughs> we going to stone cap we got to do it then she was late on she was asking to my I want the president to pardon me and I'm like <laughs> if he pardon you he need to go to jail <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then mess. now you have the oh he's not pre- you did it just like me going to commit a crime and quit the job, or if I go do something in Georgia and move out of Georgia mm-hmm. and say, well, you can't charge me against that because yeah. I'm no longer in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on now, you do the crime. You, I, yeah, I, yeah. I always heard it, you know, if if the, if if I led y'all to do the robbery, yeah. you, y'all are just as guilty as me. Yeah, or if you, if you, but if I, but that's what first degree murder is. Yeah. If I told you to go do it and I don't even go. That's you, but exactly. let's get back to the fish bowl. Great question. Uh, stimulus payment. Oh, <laughs> that's why you can't go to Walmart right now. <laughs> Keep them stimulus fat checks in your pocket, please. I'm glad. I, I'm glad our country put something out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It might not be what people need, and it might not have been in the speed that they need it. But yeah. I am uh, really happy that money was able to go out to uh, oh, yeah. to great. families that need it, and the people that didn't get that second round one. You know. That's crazy. Like, what is that hiccup? What was They that? got it now. It was paper checks. They, yeah, they came in those way. Yeah. They got this weekend. Yeah. You went by Walmart last Saturday. You'll see them. Oh, I see them in there? Yeah. Oh, man. I tell you. Um, people said, like, you know, those other countries got more money than us. But what you got to realize is we are American. Mm-hmm. We we are the boss. All of these goods, This matter of fact, this microphone right here might have been made in Indonesia somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're welcome. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, so I'm like, hey guys, like, let's take care. Let's take care. Let's not be so selfish now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as like, you know, the whole controversy, once again, with the media, making it seem like it was like taking people on this emotional roller coaster, I mean, that might have been worse than COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, know. counting something I, that, I you think, know? I think that, I guess I have a, a fundamental problem with the fact that Congress manages our money. Mm-hmm. Our money. It's right. not their money. Right. It's the people's money. Yeah. So when they when they make a, a oh well we can't be in debt we can't go any more debt. Well, I don't know what a what a trillion dollars looks like, <laughs> but a trillion and one billion or a trillion. You know, what's the cutoff? What is right. it that you guys think is the number that is gonna that make us whole? We're, Never going to be whole as a country. We're in debt. Right. We are in the we're in debt country. In debt. We're right. going to stay in debt. Right. In yeah. the meantime, uh, maybe we shouldn't give money to uh, corporations that have all kinds of money already. Mm-hmm. And all the money that <laughs> even like the little the little stimulus check, it's going right back to the corporations. Exactly. People going to get exactly. they're going to go right back. Money to live. So it's going back 
it's to the economy. Like it makes more sense to and give it fiat. to the people, so it goes yeah. into the economy than to give it to a corporation. Yeah. And, yeah. and they just they just right. invested in the stock market. That's yeah. Exactly. And you know yeah. what happened with the stock market recently? It's keeping <laughs> jobs going. If you think about it, because you have stockers in these stores, you have people in these um, distribution centers and things that yeah. are. are Yo, getting these packages together, Amazon, all this, it's keeping the economy going, it's keeping their jobs going mm-hmm. because you're spending. If you yeah. have nothing to spend, then we economy shuts down. You know, yeah. What gets me is when you hear the little guy, he's spending all money, they're spending all tax dollars, you know, and they go out, don't be passing out that money. That, that's our tax dollars going to the welfare. Going, they're like, man, shut up. Do, 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 do you believe that the stimulus check could could have came off as like uh like a socialistic like um? We should have been getting checks every month. Every month, I mean, like <laughs> every yeah, month. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you, if you look at the whole picture of trying to stop the pandemic, and you look at other countries that are trying to do the same thing, and they're not as wealthy. Well, what they said is we're gonna shut it down. We're gonna pay mm-hmm. our people to basically stay home so that we can actually uh, overcome COVID-19. So right now, we're always trying to be the first in the world. Well, we're the first in the number of people that are dead. 400 something, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so what does that tell you? You know, you can't be a leader and do crazy stuff. You know, you can't, it doesn't make sense. The, the hypocrisy is so real. Well, it was, we was too busy of building the wall. We was too busy of Let's, let's, uh, what was the next thing? Build the wall. Then it was division. We was doing all that. And, and the whole time people were suffering, people was dying yeah. out of hate. Yeah. You build a wall. Don't build a wall. I'll tell you what you do. You're coming over here. All right. Now I'm going to give you an ID. I'm going to get your fingerprint. You better have an ID card on you. You're going to pay to be over here. You're yeah. going to pay tax. You're going to go to work. You're going to pay. I'm all for that. And then yeah. you, you, that. you pay. It's a way to stop yeah, that. Counted. Yeah, be counted. Yeah. And then you're going to have to have an ID. If you don't have, you're going to take a ride. We're going to exactly. take your ride. Yeah. But if you don't have ID, we're going to give you another one and you're going to be fine. Because they don't want to live here anyway. They want to come over here and make money and go back. So, yeah. hey. You're paying into the system already, mm-hmm. so it doesn't make any sense to, to, to bar those people from trying to be part of the system. But you know why you bar them, though? You, you, you don't want them over here because... I'm not even going okay. to go there. Yeah. What about yeah. Yeah. Do you think there'll be a third one? Do you think there'll be a third stimulus? Third stimulus? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it should um, be. You, you can see they, it happening? If you want to shut down and you know get under control, it's probably going to have to. You think? Yeah. Okay. So you think that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, man. So I mean, when you like think about the number of people, I mean, this is more than, than wars combined. Yeah. And more than Vietnam War. All more that. than several wars combined that the people are gone. Mm-hmm. Because of COVID nineteen, I don't think that resonates with a lot of people. Because like we talked about before, it's not it doesn't hit you close to home until it does. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I just need people to raise up their aperture, you know, open up their aperture. That's a camera reference. But I, you know, I think they're gonna have to do something though, because I, I feel like a lot of people feel that pressure to where they feel like they even if they are sick, they have to go to work because mm-hmm. if they don't, they can't mm-hmm. pay their bills. So yeah. it puts people in a tough position. Okay. Am I gonna not have my life today because I don't want to go to work and I, you know, I know I'm sick, so it's like they, they got to figure out some kind of way to, you know. That's why. When you shut it down, you, you got to take care of mm-hmm. people. At least, to, yeah. Not saying you have to do it forever, but at least until everything gets under control. Mm-hmm. But I, I think sometimes I feel like they, I think they might 
feel like companies may feel like people don't want to go back to work. And it, I, and that did happen a lot with some people with unemployment. A lot of them started making more of being unemployed, so they didn't want to go back to work. Yeah, so, yeah. I but, mean, it's, it's tough, but you, I mean, you can't fault everybody. You right. still have to take right. care of the people because it's a lot of people that still out of yeah, work. Yeah, you know, yeah, they, they yeah. They still trying to Especially. find a job, but you, know, you, you got to help keep them afloat. Yeah. You know how that affects some individuals who have to work and they have small children. You have mm-hmm. to pay daycare. If you tell me I can't go to work and my job says, we're not going to pay you if you take off. And then you have this child who has to go back to daycare when you go back to work, but you had no income while you were out. Pressure. You know, it's, it's so much. It affects people in so many different ways. But you're so busy looking at your situation, you're not worried about no, it. Yeah, 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 you know, no. we, we were talking about generations earlier, and I, I wholeheartedly believe that because our Congress and, and our our senior leaders are just, in fact, senior leaders. You're talking yeah. about folks that are boomers, yeah. boomer yeah. generation. They have, they are totally disconnected from these yeah, 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 yeah. And they're totally disconnected. And in a lot of cases, some of them have been in that in those jobs for 20, 30, 40 years. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe it's time for the new school to get in there. Yeah, and, and they get try something different. Yeah, you know? they get they getting paid and they get yeah. so much money. Just, yeah. Career politicians. Yeah. I'm all yeah. for a change. I'm all for evolving. I'm all for, you know, yeah. putting new, uh, how about down in Georgia? I mean, you know, give a shout out to Stacey Abrams. Yeah. Um, did very well. I mean, guys, yeah, look. Yeah. yeah. Guys, you know, this is the time we are living. We are making history right now. Right now, you know what I'm saying? Talking about this, people will go back and look at this 20, 30 years from now and be like, oh, yeah. Now we found this little podcast called You and It's Time We Talk. And they were really <laughs> on these topics, you know what I'm saying? It's a good show. Tune in, watch. I'm telling you, it's going to be there. They're going to go back and say, there he go right there. Got him. He trying to run for sentence. He said this. He can't go. I'm going to put out. I'll be like, I don't care. I work for myself. You can't, you can't mad at me. I, I work for myself. Yeah. I'm not political. Speaking of Stacey Abrams in Georgia, you know, it was shocking to me how many black people mm-hmm. had voted for the first time. Well, that goes both ways. That goes both ways, though, because even even a lot you're finding out now that a lot of Trump supporters were the people who never thought about government. They went and got people who never voted, and that's why they're so afraid to go against them now. Because we didn't pull it out. I'm I'm not gonna say the word, but we took out the the supremacists, the ones who never vote, never thought, and we done pulled them in for the very first time. Yeah. So and they're like, we can't lose that base. So it was, I it was I was genuinely shocked because since I was able to vote, I have voted, you know, and I was shocked and I, I guess, I can't say it's because, you know, I went to college or educated or anything like that because I guess those people around me voted also. Yeah. yeah. Um, when we got to college, they, they, they drilled it in you, vote, your vote counts, you know. And then, you know, my parents, they voted. They didn't go to college, but they did. They voted. So I was around people who voted to see that, you know, this was the biggest, you know, turnout of an election. It, uh, was it not a big one here in Union as well for a sheriff? You know, I didn't know that that many people didn't vote, that they chose to say, I'm not going to vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, like, wow. You know, that's near and dear to my heart with the, with the voting. So. Yeah, we know. And, <laughs> and that's why I feel like this platform is important because we, it allows us to educate people. Because, like I said, even for me, mm-hmm. like with Sheriff Bailey, 
I never even knew what he looked like and never knew anything about him before we had him on last year. Yeah. And, and McAbee, Mr. McAbee, mm-hmm. I didn't know what he looked like. I didn't. I never knew anything about these people that was running for office. So if I had to go in and vote previously when I was in college, yeah. uh, you wouldn't know. And it was man. time yeah. on those polls. Yeah, like, <laughs> I would see first time I was able to vote. It was when Obama's second term. So okay, I pick Obama. And then anybody else, I'm just like, okay, I'm just picking names. I didn't know anything about the people that were here. You, you got to be more you. concerned about your local politician right. for anything. That's that's your main thing. Yeah, it's fun picking the president, but your yeah, local yeah. government, that's where your money going to go. That's what teachers, even the school board, that's yeah. going to decide who's hired. Yeah. You know, you come find out, you find these teachers, and you find out they're not interested in your child or, you know, they have certain friends that they look out further little you know it's very important even with the school board yeah sorry to take us off topic i just wanted to give a shout out to georgia down there we got we have about uh nine more minutes so um after after this question i have one more thing i want to do before we close out yeah we're gonna stay on topic with this one question (laughs) okay this says union county literally oh I didn't put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put that in there. No. <laughs> what about? Could you tell us more that? about it? Could you tell us more about the uh, you know upcoming season? The upcoming season. Oh uh, uh, yeah, we we start registration right now, uh, February the sixth, Saturday. I did not put this in there, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Uh, but what Little League does, it teaches children to be. Uh, law-abiding citizens respect each other, respect people. That's the fundamental of of literally. And hopefully, this last year we couldn't play, you know. No, and no. hopefully, we can play this year. We're registering February sixth from twelve to two, and February thirteenth. If you already registered from last year, you're good. Yeah. You just need to come in and um, okay. update your information, phone numbers, and that type of thing. And that's it. But I'm not gonna get on it too much. No, I didn't even put that in there. <laughs> Just had to do it. Yeah, right. I appreciate the, the shout out for the little league. All right, <laughs> this is this yours. This is mine. So, from last season, Alex. For me personally, okay. No, I'm going to host a singles virtual event. Oh, bro. oh yeah. I'm challenging singles. you to oh. join me. Should I do a couples one too for you, South Carolina? Oh. I, 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 I honestly, single you know, people out there. My, you know, that ain't me no more. Uh, oh, from last season. Hey, <laughs> romance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but guys, yeah, no, I, 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 told, I think, I, I think, I think it's, uh, I think it's gonna be a great idea. Yeah. Um, is it free or is it? How can you do? It? How can oh, we bring it to you and count? I mean, like, how, how you gonna do that? Virtual. We have to do it virtual, okay. right? So we have folks maybe sign up. If y'all don't mind using oh, yeah. Union, it's time we talk as the as the clearinghouse. Yeah. We have people sign up, and then you know we can have some games and stuff like that. You know, men versus women, mm. couples versus singles. What? We can do a couple different things. What's your age range? Tell me about. Well, we have we had to do different age. The, the good thing about Zoom is you can do breakout <laughs> rooms and stuff. Oh, okay. So we can do the breakout rooms based on ages. Right? Yeah. So we can have some younger folks in, in the breakout room and in different age groups. So I think the issue is going to be some, some older people might want to be in the younger room. It's okay. It's okay. Love knows no number. Yeah. So if, if you, you guys are interested. Yeah. So, yeah, t- 
So tell me how this gonna work. What do they need to do? Or like, um, I'm gonna have to figure out how we we can sign up. So the Zoom or something. Event, it'll be Zoom. It'll yeah. be Zoom. Yeah. So just so break it down for the layman. What you gonna you gonna have a virtual? What is it? Hook up section. Get going. We ain't playing. We can't play no game. We well, play. you know what? You can, you can do couple speed dating too. You know, you, you think you know your partner? We can yeah. do stuff like a newlywed program. <laughs> like a newlywed program. Yeah. 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 Well, people always say they ain't got nothing to do. They always say they don't have nothing to do. You got. Oh, we gonna get You flooded. gotta be able to come up with ideas like that. Newlywed game. You can kind of match people. You can do it at home. You got nothing to do. So y'all hear that? Listen, what she's saying. Somebody out there do a couple's newlywed challenge, mm-hmm. and you just have, a, a, like, you can't go on too many dates, so you just yeah. have a social event mm-hmm. and date, and hopefully we can find some love in the air for the yeah. and bring them and, and spice their relationship yeah. up for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make somebody mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I look forward I, I, to it. I, I, I look I forward to it. I, I so you don't tell me you don't know my favorite color? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, man. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know, you, can have prize, you can have prizes and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, with some local you can have some Valentine prizes and things, you know. Yeah. Valentine's right Anything right to bring back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I miss I miss that wave, guys, I tell you. I know. Yeah, he got Boy, I tell you. Five, we have five more minutes left. Um, I just wanted to close it out with this. Um, oh, this is the very beginning of Black History Month. So I, I wanted to close it out just asking everybody. Um, I don't feel missing. Feel this right answer. Because we're like, what does Black History mean to you all at this table? Anastasia, please tell us. Black History is our heritage. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a part of our... Um, it's a part of American culture. You know, it goes back... To when this country was founded, you know, there's a lot with black history and there's a lot of black inventors, you know, there's a lot of black culture has had a very big impact on the culture as a whole, this, this country as a whole. Shaped America. Um, it really has shaped America. It's it's oftentimes, you want to put, uh, I can't say, you. someone put a veil over their eyes and say that, you know, it's, it's not a black and white thing or... You know, that was years ago or whatever, but, you know, it's had an impact on every last one of us, from our grandparents to our parents who probably were segregated, our grandparents were segregated, to um, us, you know, who are now seeing racial injustice, you know. That was a veil over that, too. Hmm. So, um, it's a very important... It's a very important... It almost sounds like we promote racism in yeah. any kind of way that we're not. Uh, but thing is, is that uh, this this country in itself has neglected the black race in so many ways until it benefits uh, them. And we got to be careful of healing instead of dividing. Uh, so mm-hmm. with that being said, I think if everyone be honest with themselves, we'll see that it's okay to put the statues up in the face and say, that's our heritage, mm-hmm. you know, but when you say something about injustice or so, um, to, to it's, that's too old or that's in the past, mm-hmm. but you know. You, you, said, you said everybody be honest with themselves. Do, would you like for people to correlate 
Black History Month with honesty, you know, being, seeing it transparent, opening your eyes and seeing for what it really is, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That is, it was just limited to just, just that month, you know, that's right. why is it not taught in school, you know, right. uh, I'm big on Tulsa, you know, people say, yeah. you know, that happened in Tulsa you know, and they want to put it like, oh, it just mm-hmm. happened to them, but that happened to every it single, happened to a lot of it happened to everybody because once you ramshack Tulsa, you let the world know if you even thought about owning a business, mm-hmm. if you even thought about trying to uh, own a Negro League or anything, anything, we gonna wipe you out, you know? So even Rosewood, just because it happened in those two places, and say, well, it didn't affect everyone, it affected yeah. everybody because you knew then that it was like, you stay in your place. If you get outside of that box, we gonna do what they did in Tulsa. You see Ice in town, that was going to be a town. You see Jeter's, that was going to be a town. You see uh, Alabrette, Tucker Town, that was going to be towns. But Still when you did that to Tulsa, <laughs> you did that to those. You know? So, I don't, what about I, you, Tamika? What is, you know, uh, you know the, I think the, the term that I like to hear is to say celebrate. Celebrate Black History Month, right? So I would challenge everybody to you know, celebrate year-round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Regardless of, of who you are, where you're from, learn something new. That's not in the books. I mean, you know, maybe the history books you learned in, in school. Learn something new about uh, about Black history because it's it's our history. You know, it's, I know a lot of people say that, but I, I really believe it. Learn something new, yeah, and that includes you, us. You, you yeah. did. Yeah. We need to do our own yeah. homework. Yeah. You did a good piece on oh, the, the uh, jailhouse breaking in, the, yeah. the jailhouse lynching. You know, right. the Remembrance Project. That was a great piece on mm-hmm. on history that yeah. I never heard about. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, 1871, Jail Lynchings, you know, the KKK, and, and you know, it was a lot of people that were local to here, you know, yeah. um, which also means that those were people's grandfathers, mm-hmm. great uncles, and, you know, it's still people who are descendants of on both sides, the people that were lynched and the people that did the lynching. So, you know, the Union County Community Members Project, we talk about history, not division. I think somebody mentioned that already. So it's about the history. It's about telling the truth. And I'm not sure why you would be afraid of the truth. Yeah. It's the truth. Truth be hurting people, though. (laughs) The truth be hurting people, though. But it also set you free, right? Yeah. If you be honest with the truth, but, you know, man, it also can say I'm not going to fool with him. He's racist and all that kind of stuff. Well, you should learn from the truth. You should learn from history. History is meant to be taken in as a... um, a lesson, you know, mm-hmm. we're supposed to take just like in school, you're taught history, you're supposed to take lessons from that, and that's mm-hmm. for everyone. So, black, you know, mm-hmm. Black History Month is history, mm-hmm. learn from mm-hmm. it, treat people better, treat mm-hmm. people equally, mm-hmm. learn that we all have a part, you know. Can I just say one thing? We are having a, a vigil on the 12th of February at 5 30 p.m., and it's going to be uh, over there by LW Long. Uh, community Resource Center, Courthouse, the jail, right in that area. Uh, come out. It's going to be a drive through event, so you don't have to get out your car. You can actually drive through. We're asking people to flash their lights in honor of the men that were lynched in 1871. And we're trying to work on a historical marker. Uh, that's in the works. Uh, so we got the text approved with the um, uh, South Carolina Archives and History Department. And so it's a lot of stuff that we're working on to make sure we, we tell those stories and tell them 
Accurately. Are you a part-time yeah. historian? Is that like a hobby? Like, no. Because I'm no, telling no, you, no, you are no, doing no, it. No, and and, and no, been no, living no. in Union for how long now? Jeez, uh, did you know the story? Uh, I never knew it. <laughs> I, I never knew it. I never knew we had to do it. How long have you been back here? Two, three years? Since 2018, I retired. But, um, you know, we're trying to have the UCCRP. Find some more stories. On. Yeah. We're trying to have on, um, uh, talking about guests. Who else are we trying to have on this, this season? Um, Frank Hart. Yeah. Get Sheriff Bailey back yeah. here. Get, get Sheriff Bailey back. Um, I asked the United Way of the Piedmont if they might be interested in coming down here. So I'm working on that. So if y'all wonder why I'm saying all these names, it's because I'm the booking agent yeah. for, <laughs> for our yep. group. Yep. And, She's our um, talent acquisition yeah. specialist. Yes. So, so I ain't mean to cut you off, Carlos. And before we end, I just want to say that I don't want anyone to take anything that we're saying. Like you said, it's nothing to do with race, you know, division, because that's the last thing that we are here to do. But I also want to say that these are things that we need to have a conversation about. Like I've told someone before, until you have that conversation, you can't resolve. But one thing that is important is united. We will stand divided we will fall we are the united states we're a melting pot we all come from different backgrounds and diversity and mm -hmm. and we need to embrace that amongst each other mm -hmm. and accept that amongst each other mm -hmm. yeah. clue the clue the cue the uh the black play the black play us up with the black <laughs> well, we hope everybody enjoyed this. Like I said, we this platform is not to divide, it's about educating, and it is Black History Month. So we, of course, it is. Um, a lot, it's so many things that, like I said, we did learn about our culture in school. So it's, it's important for everybody to learn about these things. Like I said, if we don't have these conversations, you will never learn from it. And then, of course, it's like this history will be wiped away eventually over time. So it's, it's important to learn about the culture and uh, and that way we can bridge the gap and continue to move forward together as a country. But hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. If you didn't get a chance to watch this live, you'll be able to watch it on Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora, as well as YouTube and my website, carloskcm.com. So until next time, keep chasing your dreams. This is Union. It's time we talk. Season 2. Thank you for listening.